Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com Set back by Madison for Sol! Spurs silence the place! And Madison can drive... Welcome to the Spurred On podcast, straight after Luton Town nil, Tottenham Hotspur 1. A huge win for Spurs that takes them top of the table going into the international break if Manchester City don't beat Arsenal tomorrow. Difficult one because of course we want Man City to beat Arsenal, but a draw might do well to take us top of the table or keep us top of the table into the international break. Anyway, I want to talk about the game overall huge victory showed huge heart and huge metal going down to 10 men just before half time Ibasuma with two yellow cards we really had to show what we've learned so far this season under Big Ange it wasn't going to be possible for it all to be lovely lovely Big Ange ball second half we had to roll our sleeves up make it happen and we did that whereas last week against Liverpool when they went to nine men I felt maybe it was a bit early for us to know how to play against nine men and stretch the play This was our first chance this season to show whether we're good enough and strong enough mentally to handle a match where we go down to 10 men with half the game left and at an incredibly difficult, tight stadium where the fans have got their biggest game in maybe 30 years. And we proved it. And we proved it down to a number of unbelievable performances. I personally thought that this game, right from the start almost, was what I call a script game, i.e. one of the ones that the TV companies pick because they think, oh... Tottenham don't really have the balls for this. They don't have the heart to uh, go to one of these smaller clubs on their biggest game for 30 years and turn them over. And it had all the makings of a script game. We missed those chances early on through Richarlison. 
Uh, Poro also missed a chance. The keeper made an unbelievable save from Deki Kulisevsky. And then we allowed Luton to get more and more into the game. And then again, you know, not to mention it again, but Basuma's sending off meant that in the second half, Luton had a real chance of taking a big scalp today. And that's exactly what TNT Sports, formerly BT Sport, wanted. But today, we didn't let it happen. I even thought going into the game, is the fact that we're wearing that kit going to be a problem? We wore it away at Fulham in the League Cup and there were murmurings that maybe it was difficult for the players to see, akin to the grey Manchester United kit of the mid-90s that their players said they couldn't see. And they, in fact, once changed at half-time of a match against Southampton away. But none of that seemed to be an issue in the first kind of especially the first 25 minutes of the first half when we were just playing beautifully, unbelievable football, cutting them open and uh, making them look like a, a championship team or possibly even worse. It was just such a shame that we didn't make any of those chances count. And I sat there thinking, I have to say, I thought Harry Kane would score five in this game. Uh, I love Harry Kane. I do miss him. I don't think we've missed him that much this season, but in that game, he would have scored an absolute hatful. Overall thoughts from the game, I thought, Deki Kulisevsky, Pat Matasar, and Mickey van der Ven had their best games for Spurs by far. I thought they were all incredible. So impressive. Van der Ven got given the man of the match by Jermaine Genus. I can't, I can't complain about that, although I do think Pat Matasar's engine was absolutely key in us getting a result today. And he was very, very close behind it. And to be fair, that's what Jermaine Genus said as well. Pedro Porro, I want to give a mention to as well. I thought his vision today really surprised me. There are a few, few, a few times where, uh, particularly one where on the volley, he played the ball from round behind him across to the other side of the pitch. And that's not something I've seen him do before. I thought he was very impressive. Kept running throughout the game. He gave the ball away a few times. Sure he did. But that's what Ange Ball is all about. Being brave on the ball and being brave enough to try and find those little balls and, and potentially give the ball away. And of course... When you're a fan and you watch us give the ball away, it's really hard to take. But the reality of that first half was, before Basuma got sent off, Luton were only making chances when we were being brave on the ball, trying to make it happen, and they caught us on the transition. And then maybe from those transitions a couple of times, they got a couple of corners, set pieces, made some chances like that. I thought that was literally it for them in the first half until Basuma's second yellow. And then you could really sense the crowd get on their back. Uh, so I get behind them. Uh, in that second half. want to also mention the dry pitch. I know it was talked about a lot in commentary, if you were listening, but I think that was a clever tactic from Luton, kind of almost a, a throwback to the 80s where managers used to rough their pitches up when big teams used to come and play. Because I think a lot of those chances that Richarlison missed and Poro missed one in the first half were because were missed because the ball was always slightly caught under their feet. It wasn't, it wasn't rolling on the kind of damp surface that most of the big clubs like to... Uh, like to make at their stadiums. And that was a clever tactic by Luton. Very impressed. At half-time, even though we got down to 10 men just before, obviously, it was looking good. 82% possession. And I felt at that point, and I, uh, I did a tweet about it, I said, Manchester City would win this game easily from here. Let's have a look at how close we are to them in reality. And for some reason, I felt vaguely confident at half-time that we would find a way to win the game. I thought, similarly to last week when I spoke about how when Liverpool went down to 10 and 9 men, the kind of pressure ramped up on Spurs because we were no longer the underdog. I felt it worked the other way today. And Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. 
They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. I kind of felt confident at halftime that we'd find a way to win because no longer was there so much pressure on us to win the game because we were down to 10 men. So a draw would perhaps be a kind of acceptable result. Um, what I really noticed, especially in the second half, though, is how how much we missed Basuma straight away and how much we're going to miss him when he's suspended. Because Hoiberg, as good as he is defensively and as hard as he works, he's not ever going to take the ball off his back four and in one touch on the half turn, turn their press and make chances for us from there by laying it into Madison's feet. And we missed that in the second half so much. Got to talk about the goal. 52 minutes, James Madison got the ball off the corner. I have to say... I thought the ball was slightly moving in the quadrant when we took it short. I think it was probably Kulisevsky who took it short. I was so glad when VAR didn't intervene because I thought that would have been the worst goal to have disallowed because it was just slightly still rolling. But thankfully, nobody noticed. Laid it into Madison. Madison got to the byline. Brilliant cutback. In fact, there were quite a few little cutbacks today that we could have scored from. But that was a brilliant one. And Van der Ven, first touch, even though it was a bit behind him, Got it down low, and it was so close to the keeper, he couldn't save it. Brilliant for van der Ven to score his first goal, and unbelievable work from James Madison to get his, I think, fifth or sixth assist of the season, putting him top of the assist charts. What I then noticed in the kind of 10, 20 minutes afterwards was how overloaded we were down the flanks. And I think this is, a, this is an example of Ange Ball and everything he's been talking about. He says, even if we're losing, even if we're down to 10 men, we're still going to play attacking. And therefore, it wasn't like we were ever 10 or 11 man be- men behind the ball in the 10, 20 minutes after that goal. We still left a player or two up. And that, as a result, meant the fullbacks were overloaded. And they made, Luton made a lot of chances from down each flank. Crosses from the, from the back over to the near post. And chances, Vicario made an unbelievable save in the 59th minute. And uh, uh, because of the ball that came over to the far post, just a great one-handed save. And I think he has been an unbelievable signing so far. I heard it on a on a um, just a generic football podcast this week, not a Spurs podcast, but one of the journalists said, I never really rated Hugo Lloris. Vicario has come in, and because this person who was talking was an Arsenal fan, he said, it worries me. They now have a competent goalkeeper. Sure, Lloris could make unbelievable saves, but he'd also throw, throw goals in. And at the moment, Vicario has made an unbelievable start. Looks just very safe. Came for a good few crosses today, helping his defence, helping his back four. And then also making that unbelievable save. I've mentioned it already, I'll just say it again. Today, just an example of how hard Ange Ball is going to be to watch at some times. When we think probably what we want is just to have 11 men, or in our case, 10 men behind the ball. But we're not going to do it. We're going to leave spaces even when we're down to 10 men. But that's how it is. I think we could easily have scored a second today. And I think that's what Ange was probably thinking. There's just as much chance of us scoring a second if we play a bit more positively as there is of us conceding one if we go 11 men behind the ball as early as we possibly can. I just thought it was an unbelievably professional 
performance. It was the kind of performance that Manchester City would put in or Liverpool would put in. Title challenges. I'm not saying for sure that that's where we are at the moment. I think it's a bit early for us. And obviously we're going to have to see how we miss Basuma against Fulham at home in the next game. But we have a spirit, a team spirit. And we have a leadership. Romero and Van der Ven. Romero's just kind of let Van der Ven come in and really taught him, I think, how to be. And he's taken his leadership responsibility so well, Romero. They are forming an unbelievable partnership. Really reminding me of like Ferdinand and Vidic back in the days in... Uh, at Old Trafford for Manchester United. Vidic was such a hard man, so hard to beat. Ferdinand so kind of graceful on the ball. And I think between the two of them, they've actually both got half of each of those players each, um, if that makes sense. Both of them have got a bit of Vidic and a bit of Ferdinand in them. And if we can keep them fit, I don't think we'll go far wrong. Again, like I mentioned before, I thought Porro had a great game. Destiny Doggy again. I really noticed, especially when we were still with 11 men, how having those two inverted centre midfielders made it so easy for us to win the ball back every time we lost the ball. So we'd lose the ball, Luton would get it, and then before they know, they've got four or five men around them because the two fullbacks are in there. And that's how we continued to win the ball over and over. It was just really fantastic to see, an amazing win. We can go into the international break feeling happy, and that is the second international break in a row that we can do that. I think last season we'd won our, you know, we'd, we'd got the same amount of points after seven games, but we lost our eighth. Well, this time we've won our eighth. And people are going to still start... Well, if they haven't been talking about us so far, they're going to be talking about us now because we're going to be top of the league at least till tomorrow, maybe in the international break. And then we've got a couple of, you know, potentially winnable games coming up. Home to Fulham, away to Crystal Palace. Let's see what happens. Guys, this is the Spurred On podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, do check it out also on your audio podcast, which is uh, just type in the Spurred On podcast to the search engine of your Spotify or Apple podcast or Google podcast. If you're listening there and you want to see on YouTube future episodes, go to youtube.com forward slash at Barnaby Slater underscore. Thanks so much for listening or watching. Come on, you Spurs. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.